You are listening to The Conversation here on Hawaii Public Radio. This morning, we're talking about stadium dreams, and we welcome three former governors. Joining us via phone is Benjamin Cayetano, our first governor of Filipino descent. In studio is our first Native Hawaiian governor, John Wahe'e, and former Hawaii congressman and former governor, Neil Abercrombie. Welcome to you all. Aloha. Yeah, he's our first college professor Uh, (laughs) professor (laughs) governor. (laughs) Well, you know, Governor Wahe, I am going to start with you because when I called you up to understand how this idea about a stadium at UH Manoa started, you told me you were all over at Murphy's. So let's start with Murphy's Bar. It was was a great time. It it doesn't happen all that often, but uh, it was uh, lunchtime with uh, Neil and with uh, Ben, and the three of us were talking about all kinds of issues, and all of a sudden, I think it was Neil that mentioned the stadium and Ben jumped it, it on it. It was spontaneous combustion. Yeah, it was. And all three of us said, you know, that was a, not a good idea. In fact, the language was a little bit more colorful than that. And immediately we said, well, you know, let's let's say something about it. And so Neil mm-hmm. picked it up and we all agreed we're on going to do this and, and we have. And it's just uh, not workable. You know, Catherine, it's an interesting thing I have in front of me here. You, listeners will have to take my word for it. I'm yes, showing I you. <laughs> Bring the bows home. And it's a picture of the Ching Stadium and Stan Sheriff and, and the quarry at UH uh, Manoa, Diamond Head in the background. This is from the University of Hawaii Foundation uh, that, uh, of course, uh, funds, helps fund the, the university. Uh, and it, it's addressed to uh, the, the public. Uh, and it, it's just very interesting, very quickly. As members of UH Ohana, you know the important role UH Athletics plays in unifying our, committee, our community. This fall, the Clarence T.C. Ching Athletics Complex in the heart of UH Manoa's campus will become the new home of UH football. This is before anything with the yeah, before Ohana we Stadium. Haven't said anything. We haven't said anything. Aloha Stadium was a wonderful home for us for 45 years, but we are excited to be bringing our Rainbow Warrior football team back to Manoa. Returning to campus provides an opportunity to create a vibrant on-campus football environment for our community, energize alumni and community engagement and the campus life experience. Um, and, and so on. Preparing the, the, uh, the uh, athletic complex to host Division I football is no small task, but we know we can do it with the support of our Rainbow Warrior community. And if you saw the football game on television this last Saturday, what was the most uh, interesting aspect of it that you have not seen for years and years and years? A vibrant the student students. section cheering, yes. right. Uh, right? not lost in the in the And they're right spaces, there, right in the middle, uh, right in the middle of, of the, uh, all the fan base. Yeah, you I know. mean, it's, it's right there. This is, it, 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 UH is never ever going back to Halava. And I'll say that. I'll, let me second yeah. that because I agree with you. I mean, look at what Stan Scherf did for right. volleyball and basketball. I mean, right. you, you need to put the collegiate sports on campus. In a collegiate stadium, not some entertainment event. Are they going to have uh, bread and circuses out there? Is it going to be a coliseum so we can see the last of the Rolling Stones before they keel over? <laughs> and then, and, and then take, I was at that concert, by and the way. Take, <laughs> yeah, and take all the money out of Hawaii. Well, uh, Governor Ben Cayetano, uh, you know, uh, give us uh, the best case for focusing on housing at Halaba. Well, the, the Aloha Stadium site uh, encompasses about 
98 acres. Now, if you can imagine two, uh, two uh, uh, Alamoana malls put together, you could do that at with 98 uh, acres. That's right. That land is state land and is a perfect site for a 20,000 or so housing units that we are short. We mean the people of this state. And, uh, you know, it, it seems like a, a, a total waste of money to, uh, to spend $432 million, uh, and counting, I guess, for a 35,000-capacity 35, 35, stadium uh, when uh, football attendance now uh, averages about 21,000 a game. You know, uh, and so, and I read the Crawford study. There's a study called the Crawford study that uh, the these people are, are relying on. So I read the whole thing, and the Crawford study... Uh, it does not include a couple things. It doesn't include where the university is going to play when uh, Aloha Stadium is uh, is being torn down. That's got, that, uh, that shows you, I think, that the the, the study is somewhat flawed to the, to say the least. Uh, now, <clears throat> when I look at this thing, it's all a question of priorities, as Neil and, and John know that uh, the leaders of the state have to choose from time to time. And we, we, we face huge uh, uh, amounts owed for, like, rail. You know, you, you're talking about mm-hmm. three-point-something billion if uh, it's ever built, uh, uh, and other needs as well. So now they, they're talking about uh, a $432 million stadium that's supposed to be paid by the developers. <laughs> really? Well, yeah. And, you know, and, we heard that. We heard that was the proposal with rail, and the, the city, of course, had to turn it down because it turned out to be too expensive. When that happens, developers are in it to make money. So if yeah. they're going to have to pay for a stadium, you can bet they're going to try and develop uh, housing units. Uh, which uh, are on on the upper end, so they can make good profits. Plus, there's plus there is this uh, dream. I mean, Neil, you and Ben both know, and I know this idea that somehow if you build it, we'll get a professional team in Hawaii. <laughs> I mean, that never happens. You, if you had a professional team, they would be building it or or working with us to do it right now. But this idea that soccer might come or football may come. I mean, we had the Hawaii Islanders, remember? Yeah. And we had the Hawaii uh, Hawaii Football League. And none of that panned out because of all kinds of other reasons. And and here we are still hoping it doesn't work. Besides, Halava was, Halava included housing. Prior to the stadium, it was a site of housing. People lived up, there, grew up there. And to follow up on Ben's comment on the, on the, the Crawford report, um, we've all had reports. I had reports done. <laughs> you know, it's not that it, it, all of us have advocated some kind of a stadium and housing uh, situation over the years, but uh, the circumstances have changed now. What, what might have been plausible 15 years ago, 20 years ago, 10 years ago is not plausible now. 
uh, and to follow up, as I said, on, 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 uh, on the Crawford report that ben, ben mentioned, there's a reason that the university, uh, the football is not, is not mentioned. The university uh, football team, let alone the university, has never been a part of the uh, Aloha Stadium complex. In fact, uh, uh, Senator Wakai in his, in his commentary, uh, uh, some commentary uh, after our editorial was, was, uh, was put forward, said, well, uh, the stadium is going to be a profit center. Uh, the, 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 the stadium people, the, uh, the new entertainment district people, just, by the way, parenthetically, it infuriates me to talk about the entertainment district. Okay. Uh, this is the third month in a row now that the uh, that the median price for a house on Oahu right, right. Uh, is 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 over a million, million dollars, dollars, a million dollars or more. Third year, and to talk about entertainment uh, uh, instead of housing. Uh, and, and Talk about entertainment in a time when we're trying to balance out yeah. a whole lot of priorities, including how much tourists we have coming to the uh, yeah. state. I mean, the university it does not participate in 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 uh, the, uh, in the, uh, the the profit so profits. They they don't participate in the revenue. They don't participate in 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 a discussion of how they'd be there. Uh, I will repeat, and I believe John and and, and Ben uh, concur in this. The University of Hawaii is never going back. To oh, I, cr- I agree. Yeah. Well, if you're just joining the conversation, we're talking about the idea of abandoning the Halava site for a new Aloha Stadium, moving it instead uh, to UH Manoa. Join the discussion by calling us at 941-3689 or 1-877-941-3689 from the neighbor islands. You know, I did talk to Senator uh, Glenn Wakai, uh, you know, who was uh, pushing this idea of the enter- entertainment district. Uh, here's what he had to say. I think that they have some concerns that I understand the pace on the development of the stadium is not going as quick as any of us had anticipated, but to throw a monkey wrench and say to the people of the state, let's abandon the stadium idea and move all of that excitement over to UH Manoa, I think is a ridiculous proposition for many reasons. Uh, First, looking at just the build-out of Aloha Stadium, their space constraint, They're, they can't build more than 15,000 seats. Um, if we don't have more than 15,000 at every UH football game, that jeopardizes their D1 Division One status as a football team. And we all know that everything falls with football. They are the money-making arm of UH athletics. So if they become a Division Two team, no one's going to watch them. And then thus, volleyball, baseball, and basketball all are going to, to suffer. So there's no way we can build a properly-sized facility on the UH Manoa campus for them. So is there room? No. Uh, <laughs> you uh, know, I, I, I don't know where the senator it, gets his facts. He's absolutely, absolutely wrong in every respect. In fact, I hope you play that over and over again because it makes a case for us. Virtually every sentence makes a case for us. First of all, not only can you build the stadium down there, I've been over every single foot of the, of the space that's down there. My experience with the University of Hawaii, I don't know about the senator's experience, but mine starts in 1959, okay, when, we, uh, when I uh, first came to the University of Hawaii as, as, as a grad student and teaching assistant and, and helped put together the very first weight room for the ball players. Forget the history, get to the point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That is, that is the point. To say that, that there's no, there are space constraints, it's the exact opposite. The exact opposite. In fact, if you turn the uh, the uh, university systems administration loose with Dave Matlin up there, who just built the the nine thousand uh, 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 capacity stadium, fifteen next next year, uh, uh, which is the minimum for the NCAA, 
you go and ask them whether they can build a 25,000-seat stadium in, in, in that oval down there, and the answer will be yes. And not only that, but he's talking about the build-out. Senator Wakai talking about the build-out. What build-out? They don't even yeah. have a contract out for the, for the stadium, which they have now bifurcated away from the entertainment district. Not even a contract out there. I guarantee you the UH can have a 25,000-seat uh, uh, stadium built uh, uh, starting immediately. And Senator Bakai uh, just returned from a trip where he was talking with uh, uh, folks to try and drum up uh, business at the, the new stadium. Here's what he had to say. I just got back from Tampa last week. I was there with fellow lawmakers as well as Stadium Authority board members. We went to the United Soccer League. This is the minor league for for soccer. You might be familiar with MLS. That's the major league soccer. But USL is a league that is situated in smaller markets, Lexington, Albuquerque, uh, markets of, of that size, which Hawaii fits into. Um, they are very interested and are willing to send us a letter of intent to be here as a tenant when and if we build a Aloha Stadium and play 40 games. So compare 40 games with six UH football games. In addition to that, we have Major League Rugby. Uh, Hawaii is at the center of rugby action in the Pacific. Our friends in New Zealand, Australia, even Japan, Fiji are great rugby markets. Hawaii could become a player in this burgeoning rugby interest in the Pacific, and we are in talks with Major League Rugby. Uh, which has 12 teams across the U.S. They'd like to expand and have Hawaii part of their future growth opportunities. And they are very interested in coming to Hawaii as well with another 20 games. So we're talking about 60 games with ML on the USL and Major League Rugby in addition to the six UH football games. So you can see from a business and financial standpoint, it makes so much sense for us to look at uh, bringing in a number of tenants rather than just focusing on UH football. Oh, and in addition, we have concerts. Uh, we recall in 2019, the best year in Aloha Stadium history. We had Bruno Mars, Guns N' Roses, Snoop Dogg. It was a great banner year. But outside of the L.A. Rams versus Dallas Cowboys football game that year, the second most well-attended event in 2019 was Monster Trucks. 42,000 people went to watch cars bulldoze other cars. There is just an assortment of entertainment mm -hmm. options here that we need as a state to try to attract and not be fixated on six football games at the University you, of Hawaii. You know, you know, well, first of all, the University of Hawaii needs its own stadium, yeah. period, and needs to make money off of it. But the, what, 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 when I hear the senator talking, it's a lot of deja vu. I mean, between the, two, the three of us, we got 100 years of deja vu of all these teams that were going to come, that was interested in coming. We had NASCAR racing potentials at the, at the uh, stadium. We had the Islanders. What people ought to know about the, the Islander experience was that it, it, it initially had a huge fan base. And the problem with playing with AAA ball is in, when you start winning the pennant and all your good players got pulled up to the major leagues. Sure. So the, within two seasons, there was nobody really, or it wasn't as large as support. And the senator says the soccer, it's minor league. That's minor what I league. mean, it's minor not, league soccer. Minor, and they're not paying a nickel for the stadium, and they're going to take all the money out. You think they're going to come here and leave the money in Hawaii? Concert Snoop Dogg. Oh, yeah, Snoop Dogg wants to leave a lot of money in Hawaii. They take the money. Guns and Roses, they might as well put a gun to your head at, at, at the box office. They're taking the money. It's all leaving, and they don't pay a nickel for the stadium. And you take 25 acres away that could be for housing. 
I don't understand. A monster. You, you tell me. You tell me. I want, you know, I hope the senator can tell me to my face. How, how is it possible if you compare monster mash trucks against housing for people who, who have to pay a million dollars just to have a teardown house on Kapahulu Avenue? You know, you know, uh, a senator should really look at uh, some of the studies that the state has done uh, regarding the dire need for affordable housing. You know, one study that I saw indicate, uh, concluded that uh, for people who rent and people who rent who have good incomes, they may pay as much as 30% of their total income for rent. However, for people who, are, who don't have good jobs, who have to work two jobs, rent may account for as much as 50% of their total income. There's a tremendous shortage of affordable rentals, affordable housing uh, in this state. And that needs to be addressed because after almost 20 years of this debt, uh, this need uh, accumulating, uh, we're right about the tipping point right now. And once people start leaving the state in greater numbers, we're going to have a a problem maintaining uh, a viable middle class here. Because we're not talking about just college, kids go to college on the mainland. We're talking about people who are going to be working in the hotels, uh, be uh, uh, firefighters, police. Who's going to be uh, uh, filling those jobs? That's the problem that we have. And Ben's exactly we right. And Ben's exactly right. You don't have to look further than the headline in today's Star Advertiser. Uh, talking about how the luxury housing market is going to explode here in Hawaii. They're all showing up from all over, not just uh, 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 foreign countries, but they're showing up from the mainland with money, uh, uh, cash, uh, uh, to, to be able to buy houses and, and goose the property tax base. Uh, meanwhile, we can't even get uh, the minimum wage raised in the legislature. We do have a caller no. on the line, uh, Chase. You're on the air. Aloha, Governors. Aloha. Chase Shigimasa. I'm the chair of the Aliumanu Salt Lake Foster Village Airport Neighborhood Board. I'm a member of the community that surrounds the community, and I represent the community on various uh, boards. And, you know, what I want you governors to tell me is how you expect to have a small kaka'ako, and I mean that by in, in reference to the population size that would increase in that area, Located in Lower Halava, and how would that address the in and how would you suggest that we address the influx of population if we were to put twenty thousand units there uh, to the already constrained infrastructure to the neighboring community? You know, right now it's the community at this point that is being left out of the conversation, and I would invite three governors to attend the neighborhood board meeting. We've been talking about this uh, opportunity as a neighborhood as a neighborhood board for the past decade or over a decade. And for you governors to join the conversation right now, um, within the last month with your op-ed, you know, I, I, I agree that the stadium uh, and the Loa Stadium should return back to its campus. Yes, I think that's a good idea. But why do we have to put the Aloha Stadium at the campus? Why can't the University of Hawaii create a stadium of their own, as they did with the Stan Sheriff Center, uh, for, for UH games to be played at their home campus? That's what and we the suggest. stadium can continue to move forward. 
um, as the New Aloha uh, Stadium Entertainment District. You know, I think uh, yes. at this point in time, the community is being left out of the conversation. Well, Mr. Shigamasa. Chase. Chase. Uh, go ahead. That's man. what the university was forced to do because you guys didn't take into account what happened to the University of Hawaii football team as the stadium, Aloha Stadium was torn down. So, you know, you, you force the issue. Now the university says, Okay, we're going to build uh, our own stadium. But we're not going to go back to a lower stadium. But don't blame the, the, the university for doing what they were forced to do. Yeah, and, and uh, actually, Chase, uh, I really don't understand our, our disagreement because if you, we think that the stadium itself needs to go uh, back to the University of Hawaii. Um, and that, you know, we don't need another white elephant out at Halava. We prefer housing. But no one has said that you can't have uh, ancillary uh, activities uh, in, in the development, like you, or, or a business center or any kind of uh, community building. So, and, and even under the existing plan, you're going to have at least 70 acres of uh, housing development. The problem with putting the stadium there is that it's an added cost to the uh, the housing development. And, and what do you do? And if you want a center, uh, again, uh, I, I think we, we really don't have a necessarily a disagreement at all uh, because if, if the developer wants to put in uh, an event center, if you think if the, if the community wants it, uh, and make that part of the, of the housing complex, they can go ahead and do it. And I, I imagine that any developer would be happy to do that because right now the state is demanding of any developer that wants to come in there that they have to put up $230 million towards a stadium project in addition to whatever investment they want to make. Was that discussed at the, at, at the neighborhood board and, and by the NASED people with you? I think they left that part out. They've separated, just so the audience understands, the, the, the uh, NASED district, this, this new Aloha Stadium Entertainment District folks and the stadium authority have separated the, the, the uh, housing and the hotels and the retail part from the stadium itself and are demanding that whoever gets that development contract has to put up a minimum of $230 million in addition as their share of the cost of building a new stadium. So I think that uh, we could very easily come to an agreement, put the, the collegiate stadium up there, and if a developer wants to put some kind of, uh, as part of the overall deal, some kind of, a, of a, an entertainment center, say for 10,000 people or 15, whatever it is, then they can, they can do that and they, without having to spend $230 million on a white elephant. Well, if you're just joining us, this is The Conversation on Hawaii Public Radio. We're talking about uh, stadium plans. Uh, and we will be right back after this short break.
Support for HPR comes from Kahala Market by Foodland, offering new food experiences and locally sourced and Hawaii-made products, providing everyday grocery needs and grab-and-go cuisine. KahalaMKT.com. On the next Fresh Air, the impact of the three conservative justices appointed by Donald Trump to the U.S. Supreme Court. We talk with Pulitzer Prize-winning journalist Linda Greenhouse, author of Justice on the Brink. She says the new court has given conservatives less than they'd hoped for, though critical cases on abortion and other issues are still pending. Join us. Beginning this afternoon at 3, following On Point. Support for Hawaii Public Radio comes from the Queen's Health Systems, committed to caring for the community at its hospitals and clinics. Learn more at queens.org. You were back with the conversation. And, you know, we're talking about the stadium, plans for a new stadium. And uh, there are folks that are very passionate about this issue. Uh, some of our listeners uh, wrote in. Uh, we asked, you know, about the need for a new stadium. Uh, Todd says no. They couldn't even sell out the Ching Complex field. Uh, James Kong wrote in, if Oahu wants it, they should pay for it. Don't shift part of the burden to the neighbor islands. The state should not get involved in what is a county issue. Uh, Jerry Eisenberg says, money wasted, we need new schools, learning centers for our students first, hands-on activities. And Carla Foresca says, low-cost housing, build it the way one builds a non-low-cost housing, make the spaces livable, and have nice green spaces. Uh, And one more from Mendy from Hilo. She says, aloha, all new growth in Hawaii must be 100% carbon negative. It's genuinely possible with current knowledge, tried and true, mahalo nui. So lots of folks passionate about the need for housing, passionate about the need for a stadium. Where we cite it is another question. Uh, the answer to all of those questions really is, is yes. Really, all of it can be done, okay? And it has been done. Let's go backwards in it. Although, Ben, you, I think you, had, you, had, you wanted to say something, I think, first. Uh, you know, uh, I disagree with you, Neil. It's not up to the developer, uh, you know, to do anything with the land there. It's up to the state. Yeah. Oh, I agree with and, that. Yeah, we and, and 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 these guys, they want a hotel. They want all these, these different things. Well, you know, a hotel there. Yeah. High-end housing. Look at the re- look at the the, the uh, rendering of uh, of the project. Just doesn't make sense. No, I I agree with you. If I uh, if I uh, stated it or if I misstated it, then I I, I I certainly take it back. My my point was is that um, any developer is going to do almost anything, spaces or whatever they're going to do, less than rather than give two hundred thirty million dollars to build some some white elephant. So uh, I quite agree. It, it absolutely should uh, uh, be developed for housing. Yeah, and you know the one good thing uh, I, I think that uh, our experience brings us that in our lifetime, 
uh, we have made enough mistakes to know one when we see one, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> and, and between the three of us. Yeah. And building the stadium, rebuilding the stadium at Halava is, is just that. I mean, uh, I had a hand in putting together a convention center, which uh, my mm-hmm. colleague, uh, Governor Caetano, finished up. And look at where it is today. We need $100 million to uh, bring it up to snuff so we can yeah. use it. And we're entering a completely new era of tourism. And and that's the same thing happening to Halaba. I mean, the time has passed for a stadium. You know, at one time we thought we had two professional foot, uh, two professional mm-hmm. leagues that would be playing in it: one baseball, one football, and that was a great dream. And fifty thousand, yeah. and plus the University of Hawaii. Plus, it's, that's what I'm saying. When I heard uh, the statement by Senator Wakai, it was so much deja vu. We all drank yeah. the Kool-Aid. We all thought that there was going to be a Pro Bowl here forever. We even yeah. paid them to come here, paid yeah. them $5 million a year to come here. And, of course, yeah. they, they abandoned it the second that they thought they could make money someplace else. And uh, as for the, the – uh, it's not a county issue, by the way. There's a reason for this. This is a University of Hawaii system. Um, uh, uh, ben and I and John were all involved in, uh, in uh, over time, uh, both as legislators and, and as, as governors, uh, with the uh, expansion of the University of Hawaii system across all the islands. Right. And this, the university represents everybody in the state. It is certainly not a, a, a county issue at all. And uh, we think with the Collegiate Stadium, by the way, the interest on the neighbor islands in being able to see uh, uh, people right on top of the football experience itself is going to generate a lot of enthusiasm uh, statewide for, for UH football. And, uh, and, and, and Division I football cannot survive uh, uh, w- without a, a, a stadium. Uh, a stadium. A collegiate stadium can be built very quickly at the University of Hawaii, uh, whereas this stadium project that, uh, that uh, even Senator Wakai admits in the, in the excerpt that you had, if and when it is if built, and when. if and when. And meanwhile, minor league soccer and, and uh, non-existent rugby world league or something uh, is interested. Everybody's interested. Inter- everybody's interested in coming to Hawaii. Right. Uh, wh- what does that mean in terms of, of the of the And what kind of subsidy do they want? Yeah. There's more cost. Well, yeah. we do have a very uh, loyal uh, soccer base. You know? Oh, sure. Uh, oh, sure. And they can play at the collegiate stadium up at, 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 at the University of Hawaii in a stadium that will, that will welcome them and, and, and enthusiasm. And that goes back to the first comment. That, that came in. They couldn't fill the stadium. That was because of the protocols over there. Of course they can fill the stadium, the 9,000, and they'll fill it at 15,000. They had 16,000 uh, uh, season ticket holders who would be only too happy to come to uh, a stadium. I think it'll be 20. I think they'll, they'll sell out at, at 20 oh, and, and I think, more. I think that the collegiate stadium, you'll see a whole different oh, kind of enthusiasm. Sure. Enthusiasm will explode. Well, earlier we heard from uh, Chase Shigimasa. He's back for round two with a follow-up question. Hi, Chase. Aloha. Aloha, Governors. I apologize. I think I got disconnected earlier. I wanted to respond to one of the questions or one of your comments. Uh, I think what we have to there's two key points we have to think about, right? We're talking about two different things, uh, entertainment district uh, versus housing, right? And so what we have to keep in mind is that uh, an entertainment district is not only talking about the stadium, but the 98 acres being used as a new district to generate revenue for the state, whereas affordable housing consumes revenues. And then secondly, we have to think about, and I didn't think this question was answered earlier when I asked it, I asked the question, how do you 
proposed the 20,000 units um, and the infrastructure needed to support that and the constraints that it would put on the neighboring communities. I think uh, we're not talking about, I mean, it's great that we're talking about bringing a stadium back to UH Manoa, but we're not talking about the community around that area. A 20,000 units uh, to be built on a 90-acre lot uh, in the lower Halaba would constrain the community. I mean, we already have traffic problems. We already uh, have uh, have problems with our infrastructure there. Uh, we we uh, have, it's going to, uh, how will we address the egress and regress in the community with 20,000 units there? I think that's the question that I think is going unanswered today is, what would you say to the community? I'm not sure what you're talking about. Yeah, it's if not you, clear, you, Chase, if, what you're talking about. If you're talking about 35,000-seat stadium, you want to talk about congestion and everybody showing up for 35,000 stadium with only 20,000 units? I mean, uh, it's a contradiction in terms. Yeah, w- well, where's governor, the 20,000 units? What, okay, go ahead. Uh, I don't understand. You're saying something about the community and 20,000 units? So if you build a community, as you mentioned earlier, putting 20,000 units there, that's residential units, 20,000 residential units on that 90-acre lot. That's yeah. people who are going to be there every single day. They're going to they're going to live there. Whereas when we, we already host the Aloha Stadium today, when they have their concerts, when they have their special events, the, uh, the various events that they have. So uh, the are you saying, Chase, that you don't want any housing at all in Halaba? Because well, even no, even even care. under the current plan, they will be building housing at Halaba. It sounds correct, like a density correct. a density issue. I, I think yeah, it's a density issue. Now I think we should focus on shared housing along the rail line with three thousand units, as mentioned in the Crawford report. Um, that I think that that that'd be enough for the community to to, to digest. Now, if you're talking about taking that 3,000, 20,000, or as Senator Chang said, he wants 100,000 units there. I mean, imagine what that would look like. We'd have a little tiny Hong Kong um, master plan community, and I'm not too sure if you've seen what those communities look like in Hong Kong, yeah. uh, in that one little block. Yeah, and Chase, so that's, Chase, that's <laughs> Chase, that's exactly what the rendering shows in Hong Kong, you know. Uh, you want to you you want to build a thirty five thousand stadium on twenty acres, and have underground parking. You want to talk about congestion? Uh, you're going to put four thousand cars under underground. You know the, the, plus, the plus issue. Plus, you want rugby and you want soccer and you want all this and events and you're going to have Snoop Dogg and the Rolling Stones and you're and you're worried about uh, congestion. Yeah, you know, I, I think this whole issue of, um, of, of I think this whole issue of, of congestion is something that uh, residents uh, in both Halaba and Manoa share. You know, if yeah. the stadium is built in Manoa, there's a concern about what that mean for uh, what that mean for traffic uh, on the freeway in the surrounding communities. Uh, we did hear from uh, Paul Morgan. Uh, from Manoa. Uh, He wrote in and said, as a Manoa resident, we find that on nights where there are volleyball or basketball games, the whole area is a snarl of traffic requiring numbers of police officers to to direct traffic. The location would be very problematic for people coming in from the west side, a form of uh, inequity for these far-flung communities. With all due respect to the former governors, all of whom I have voted for during their (laughs) elections, the plan to use UH and not build an Aloha Stadium in the current location is an urban urban planning nightmare. That's not true. 
I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm pleased you voted for us. You may have regrets uh, about that when we're, th- when we're through, but I live uh, in Lower Manoa. I live uh, a tenth of a mile from the entrance to, to uh, uh, Manoa at, at Miley Way. Um, and uh, I travel uh, back and forth when the volleyball and baseball and, and uh, basketball and everything, that takes place entirely down around Dole and University right. uh, Avenue. Uh, when they talk about, I don't know what congestion he's talking about. The the HPD has about three or four officers. That's that's the sum total that's needed. They they're past experts at directing the traffic in and out of there. Uh, people who live in Manoa itself come up University Avenue, uh, come up uh, uh, the Punahou Hill, come up al- alternative routes up into uh, uh, Manoa. Uh, I, as I say, I live in Lower Manoa, a, a tenth of a mile from the from the campus, and. Uh, that simply does not happen. Uh, the quarry is located below. It's surrounded by uh, uh, student housing and university buildings. And uh, all of those students can just walk through the they game. They can You're just walk through the game. Buses, you know? It already handles uh, 10,000, 10 to 11,000 people and, and cars right now super efficiently. Uh, uh, there's a lot of area down in the, in the quarry itself that's still open. Um, it's it's quite possible to have uh, shuttle systems from from uh, 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 KCC from HCC. There's all uh, the, the traffic will be handled easily. This is always brought up, and I don't right. understand where it comes. It, it's it's like an urban mi- myth well, that, that somehow there's this horrible congestion that takes place when when we play volleyball oh or, 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 or 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 basketball or, or have graduation or graduation yeah. and so on. And it it simply isn't true. Well, you know, I did not. Uh, uh, reach out or hear from uh, David Lassner, UH president, or uh, or Matlin uh, from the yeah. athletic uh, department. Uh, but I did hear from Dan Meisenthal. He's the communications uh, director uh, at the University of Hawaii system. And uh, he uh, sent me this statement. He said, uh, you know, UH is proud of our work to quickly and effectively create a temporary venue for UH Manoa football uh, and appreciates the support of the former governors. To be clear, UH has no plans or funding to construct an actual stadium, stadium on the UH Manoa campus. So UH hopes that the arrangements are being made for uh, the new Aloha Stadium Entertainment District. Uh, will make it financially feasible for the Rainbow Warriors to return to Halava and play in a modern and well-maintained stadium. Dan Meisenthal is a public relations guy who reads what's given to him, okay? He doesn't make policy. Uh, that's there from Dan. Sorry about it. He does a nice, and he did a very nice job there. Talking about talking about hopes I, I and was dreams. Thinking he he should really run for office. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I'm not clear what he said. Yeah, what is uh, uh, Catherine? It's hopes and dreams. Uh, we're hoping that all this happens. Well, of course, they don't have any plans. They're they're not in the legislature. We don't expect the the president and and uh, and uh, although I'd like to see the regents step up here and and and. Yeah, you're in the process and, of reaching out to them. Yes, I'm, we're in the process of reaching out to the regions. They should they should be uh, taking a stand here, uh, but um, uh, or Mr. Ma- uh, Dave Matlin or or the the systems administrators. They're not the policy makers as such. But I guarantee you, the proof of the pudding, my mother used to say, is in the eating. The stadium at uh, Clarence Ching Stadium is there. It meets every standard. It was on budget. It was on time. They went from concept to construction to completion. Less in, than a year. In less than a year. Uh, the, the stadium at Halava is still in the dream stage, uh, still in the hope stage. And uh, uh, what uh, I, I think what Mr. Meisenthal uh, needs to say or go back to whoever told him to write it 
and say, well, we're waiting on developments. And that if we're given the assignment, I'm t this is what the university should be saying, if we're given the assignment of, of conceiving, constructing, managing uh, a stadium, you can bet we'll do it. Okay, and we have another caller on the line. Uh, Kelly E. from Nanakuli. You're on the air. Aloha. Kelly E. Hello, Governor. Aloha. Aloha. Uh, Hello. Excited to hear all three of you in favor of something. I think that's a feat in of itself. Uh, this is, um, I really just appreciate that you are recognizing the importance of housing. And, you know, I used to live in Halaba way back in the day uh, when the stadium wasn't there and there was that's a Halaba right. elementary. That's right. Good for you. Good for you. El and, Harrington, uh, all kind people there. there. there public housing back then. All had to move out so the stadium could be built and it's done its job and it's time to get housing back in there. That's so I just wanted to thank you and uh, let you know, uh, one, it was wonderful serving you with, serving with you, Governor Abercrombie, and appreciate all the other uh, governors. Thank you, John and Ben. Aloha. Th thank you for starting alphabetically with the governors. I appreciate <laughs> that. <laughs> but, you know, that also brings up a good point. It reminded me uh, uh, when they are saying that. Why should all our local players, Division One caliber players, be going uh, to the mainland? I realize it's, it's great to have a mainland experience and so on. But uh, uh, w when we have the, the stadium up there, the collegiate stadium, believe me, a lot of players are, are going to be thinking about uh, staying here in, in, in Hawaii. And... Uh, by having the, the stadium there, if, if people watched the broadcast last Saturday from uh, FS1, they, they showed Hawaii to, to great advantage. It, it looked terrific, and they showed the students just cheering. It was, it was just, just tremendous. That's the last broadcast possibility for television broadcasting of, uh, of football games. Uh, yeah. Over and over again, when when uh, when uh, uh, you know Senator Kai was talking about exposure, you want to get exposure, and the main, those mainland caliber players will want to come out to UH because they're going to be on television twelve or thirteen times a year. That's for sure. We need a, com a competitive team. We need to to give our players the opportunity <sighs> to compete. One of the one of the hey, worst look, barriers look, to uh, what, what uh, this boils down to. What this boils down to is. Four hundred and thirty-two million and counting for for a, a, a stadium that's not needed in Alaba yeah. versus what it would cost to do it in 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 at the UH. So you're saying right size that's it. What it comes right down size to. it, right size it, and and you know and and, and get it built. Yeah, and, and I, I I'm sitting here thinking about uh, whether or not uh, the um, UH football team is going to have. An easy time recruiting local players yeah. when they don't even know that there's a stadium, that Halava Stadium will be built at any time, even under the best scenario. And if you remember, all the discussion that Senator Wakai and, and the, these folks in the entertainment district and, and all the rest of it, they're talking about rugby, they're talking about soccer. They never mentioned the University of Hawaii football not team. Not once. No. Not once. And that's that's the main tenet. I mean, that's who needs a stadium. And if you want to know something, Catherine, about rugby, I know a little bit of something about rugby. Uh, rugby sevens, college rugby sevens is huge on the mainland. That, that, that's perfect for UH. That's not perfect for, for Halava Stadium. Rugby sevens collegiate football 
is perfect for the UH. You know, we've got another caller on the line, but before I get to that, we did also hear from some uh, other listeners out there uh, this morning. We heard from Mike, Tina, and Patrick. Mike, Honolulu. Well, I think the old stadium should be closed down because they have so many problems with it and spending too much money on it. So, so they should build a new, new stadium in the same area and not near UH. It's just too congested there. And, you know, too much congestion in town, too. So it's, it's better to keep it out there. Tina from Honolulu. What? Shut down the stadium? Possibly move it to the UH? Well, that's okay. But if it takes 10 years, I don't know. <laughs> like the bus. <laughs> I mean, the rail. <laughs> Patrick from Honolulu. You know, from what I've seen on the news with the plans of making it more of a complex with hotels and a bigger stadium, I think that sounds good. I, I don't know, you know, the cost on that or how long that will take, but I think that, that seems good. At least do something now, then just keep talking about it and let it deteriorate. So, yeah, I, I would imagine that would be the best plan and hopefully get maybe the Pro Bowl back someday or something like that. But I think that would make it at least good for any team playing UH or any exhibitions where their family can come and just be right there by the stadium, you know, and then from there venture off later. And we have Matt from Manoa on the line. Matt, do you have a question? Yeah, hi, um, this is Matt. Yes, I live in Lower Manoa, and I, um, I the, the congestion around here, just at the small volleyball games, is horrendous. And I think they're, the effect is not only in the neighborhood, but at least a mile to a mile and a half radius. That's number one. Number two, I don't think you have the infrastructure here to support to support that kind of that that kind of um, you know doubling or tripling the, the the capacity. That's number two. Number three, at Halaba Stadium, you'll support the rail there. The rail is, is, is coming through. You that that that's a no-brainer. And the last thing is, you know, I support that affordable housing, all the development on that side, but do we have the infrastructure, the sewer capacity, the electrical capacity to support that? You know? Uh, I think the answer... I don't think... Well, I think the answer... the hub here. The answer to your question about the sewer, uh, I'm told that we do not have the sewer capacity, and uh, I have calls out to the city to figure out how we get around this, whether we put, uh, you know, towers with more housing and a new stadium... Uh, we don't have the, ca- the sewer capacity, is what I'm told. So yeah, that's going to have to uh, be addressed. You understand, of course, that the infrastructure that you're concerned about, that the existing plan, if they do go forward, we, we might be talking about the stadium, but the existing plan would call for development and would call for all of that and uh, being in there anyway. So it's not really an, an issue. In fact, moving the stadium to Manoa will sort of lessen the impact on on those kinds of uh, issues. And if well, rail is if the rail was brought up, um, but the rail needs ridership. If you've got the, if you've got a stadium out there that sits empty most of the time, that's no ridership, and it and it doesn't it's not convenient for people that are going to be living there. What you need is 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 people in close proximity. What they call transit oriented development (TOD) is to get people there. So housing in Halava actually is benefit. Well, no matter what you feel about the rail, where it should go, how much it should be, and so on. Ridership is the key to operating expenses, and what what we're proposing is 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 to increase the capacity 
of rail in whatever form it takes to at least get ridership. And as for, for the other comments that were made, I under, we understand what, what they're saying. It would be nice, but it's all if and when. Right. N- none of the other callers who came in h- h- were able to connect how much it was going to cost and when it was going to be done. Well, we have less than three minutes left. Uh, so any final thoughts, Governor Cayetano? Yeah, you know, one in the past, and John and Neil know, uh, are aware of this, they've been even talking about get, Hawaii getting an NFL team. Yeah. What a dream it was, you know. Uh, but uh, the reality is uh, uh, that the time, the, the time zone of Hawaii is not conducive to uh, a good TV market. So it, the NFL, it never came. And the same concerns would apply to any other uh, uh, sports franchise that, what, that what wants to come here. That's right. Hawaii's market is too small, period. We have two minutes left. Governor John Mahay, final thoughts? Well, I, I think that, uh, well, first of all, I think that all of us uh, should take a second look at any of these things where we build on the on dreams and, and see whether or not they're still practical today. So that's the point yeah. that I want to make. And I, I would say in the end that, that Ben uh, summarized everything, I think, uh, very concisely, as he usually does. That's why he was the Ways and Means chairman before he was, uh, before he was governor, uh, and, and is usually cut right to the core. Do you want a $430 million stadium and, and, and climbing? Climbing. And climbing. Uh, do we need to have affordable housing units? Uh, and and uh, can we then find an alternative uh, by a, a collegiate stadium at UH and housing in Halava? I think if we had to summarize it, we would say housing for Halava and go Bows. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Uh, well, aloha to Halava Stadium. Aloha. Yeah, we'll <laughs> say that. Yeah, say hello, to, uh, say hello to a collegiate stadium in Manoa. We'll figure out a name for it. We'll sell the okay. name. Okay. Oh, there you go. We'll sell <laughs> the name. Rights. You know, um, uh, and, uh, and, and aloha to Aloha Stadium. <laughs> well, uh, we are uh, very uh, happy that you were all able to join us today uh, on this very important topic. Uh, you know, we hope to have a second show on the stadium uh, maybe next week, so stay tuned. But uh, thank you again, Governor Cayetano, Governor John Wahey, and uh, Governor Neil Abercrombie. Appreciate your time. Appreciate Catherine, your ideas. Catherine, thanks to you and public radio. You do a terrific job here. Yeah, thank you. Uh, you're getting this out to the public, giving them an opportunity to, to think about it. Public radio is, is number one on this. I wish I could say the same for some of the other media here in town. Okay. I, Well, we're a community radio station. That's what we do. Thank you. (laughs) You're the best. Well, if you have a comment to share about today's show, please call our Talkback line, 808-792-8217. Send us an email at talkback at hawaiipublicradio.org. And if you wanted to listen back to today's show, you can check out the Conversation podcast at hawaiipublicradio.org. I'm Catherine Cruz. Join us tomorrow for more of the conversation.